Welcome to another episode of Confessions of a Practicing Christian with yours truly, Aaron Fanice, where I give godly counsel on all things success, life, and wellness. Me and my girl, Nadia, are back with part two trial and error of Christian dating. Y'all, let's get into this. Woke up today, feeling great. No worries, today is a new day. Even with the lot on my plate, may not have it all, but I always have faith. So we gon' keep it real, we gon' keep it true, and still praise God with a new groove. Come together and push through. It's amazing what prayer can do, cause sometimes it's hard to see the blessings right in front of me. Follow the light, and now I see God has been so good to me. Your words, they still haven't let me down All good, cause we living better Part. No, seriously, though, like those rose colored glasses have you just. Yeah. And that's the purpose of God to keep those rose colored glasses off because the devil will always take you further than you want to go. Especially, I can't say growing up in church. I, I say growing up in church because they say when you raised on love versus how people were raised on survival, you think different. And I know that to be true for a fact. And I was like, why you think like that? And in a couple of relationships, they were thinking shysty. Ain't no other word for it. Like, why you got it? Why you think like that? I'm not like you. The world is evil is what I was told. Like you living in a world that's going to do X, Y, Z. That's why you got to stay ahead again and you got to do this. You got to get them before they get you, basically. And it's like, well, in God, God gets vengeance. So I ain't going to lie. I don't, I ain't going to clap back because God going to handle it. And he going to give you a front row to it. So it's like when you in a relationship that think like that, it's always them trying to one up. And when you sit back and look at it, if you ain't careful, you'll get sucked into that as well because you start to see the world how they see it. And you weren't called to see the world how the world sees it. You walk in a totally different light. You know that you if it would be like literally looking out your window and you peeking through the blinds and you just see chaos ensuing outside. But your house in perfect peace. You got a, a, a refrigerator full of food. You got the good show on and you just look out the window like, hmm, oh my. Well, yeah. gotta do it. And you turn back around and go sit on the couch. That's how it is literally to be living in God. You see chaos breaking out. You see the uh, hell these girls go through, the hell the guys put girls and girls put guys through. But that's got nothing to do with you if you stay in the house. And stay in the house means just stay in God. That means, yes, you're going to have to date. Because let me just tell people that, like, even in the single season, the man ain't going to come knock on your door. You got to be where you can be found. But just like you said, it's the discernment that you have to use. God gave it to you. He was like, I ain't just sending you out there naked. I'm sending you with the whole armor of God. When you see that first red flag in me because you, you're able to discern my voice, don't ignore and put on those glasses. Run, sis. Because he's going to take you further than you want to go. Literally. You're going to end up like Samson. Delilah took that man, literally took that man life. Everything that was attached to him, like before, you know, before she came along, you just look at the glory that God placed on his life. And you look at that simple moment, like how she took advantage. It's like, well, can't nobody be that slow. But think about it and reflect on your life. 
how many times you've been in a situation, a Delilah situation to where you wanted something and you knew it went healthy. It took your peace, just like you said, your sanity, because you feeling depressed. This man got you gone. He got you acting out of character. You over here slicing tires, pouring sugar in the gas tank. That ain't even like you. Yeah. That ain't of God. So in order to avoid all it, it's just best to stay away from it. The first time you see it, God gave you discernment. Walk away. And yes, it will get lonely. It get lonely from a worldly standpoint. When you in God, if you know your purpose and you starting to walk in your purpose, like for me, I'm so busy with purpose and work. It's like, I don't really have a chance to breathe. I'd be like, God, I just want a time to really just enjoy myself because straight out work, you know, doing things that God has me doing in purpose. When I'm not doing my podcast, I'm actually doing church work and this two and three times a week. And that's stuff I enjoy doing. But when you moving in purpose, I ain't gonna lie, he busy your mind on purpose because he know an uh, idle mind is the devil's workshop. So yeah, get in your purpose. And baby, I always say, if you don't know your purpose, holler at me. AaronFanese.com backslash coaching. I'm going to help you find it, baby, because it ain't far off. We can, we can identify that within a matter of minutes. But with that being said, if you don't know your purpose, ask God what's your purpose or I hey, get with me. And so we can start walking in your purpose so we can literally get you going. Not only get you going, we can keep you out of trouble because, yes. yeah, you're going to get in the world of trouble if you just sit there and you reminisce about what you don't have or you soak about what you don't have and who this person was. No, you are already predestined. God got your man out there. No matter what your past look like, if you was, you know, a H to the is O, that's okay because you redeemed. And I find so much peace in you've been redeemed. No matter what you've been through, no matter the health problem, you've been redeemed. And it's so refreshing to know that God is our redeemer. And no matter what we went through, he already figured a way out for us. So don't think your life is over because of a certain moment and you made a wrong decision and it shaped your thought pattern, your life pattern, your health pattern, whatever it is. God already knew that. He predestined you. He sanctified you. Come on, baby. Come on and walk. It's okay. And I'm a living witness to that. Like the person I am now versus the person I was two years ago when I started dating and, and you know, just going through all that, that self-work, God really has built me up into the person that I am in God. And now when somebody be like, you ain't this or you will never be this, ah, 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 ah. keep your thoughts to yourself. I know who God said Aaron is. You can't tell me who I am. The only person that can tell me about my life who I'm going to meet, who I'm going to marry, my job. I don't care friends or family. God can only tell me that. So keep that to yourself. And I'm yeah. glad I know that because certain things you can't come back from. Like I said, when you're in toxic relationships and they say certain things about you, you start to really believe it. Yes. And so that's why I know who I am in God. Because baby, start with the toxic. If you want, I cut you off quick. Leave you right where you stand. I ain't, I ain't giving no explanation. Mm-mm. We ain't about to do that. No, you got it. I'm wrong. You right. Let me go. I ain't yeah. even going to give you no warning. I got to go. Because I'm nobody will take me back to the place where I was because I know who I am in God. So yeah. when God give you the discernment, do not ignore the discernment. It's so real. So going back to what you were talking about, you know, people think it's only a certain way of dating that you will meet a person here and they'll be bad. Or you will meet a person there, it'll be bad. Or where, where are you going to meet them in general? It's no specific place, person, thing, however you want to put it. You have 
to use discernment. It don't matter if it's on social media. If you met them, just like you said, in Walmart, Target, wherever it is, use your discernment when it comes to dating. And I know for us single ladies, it really is rough out here. But God is tougher. Absolutely. And that's my comfort that God, I already know my men. I just got to be in that place at the right time. Just keep living life, to be quite honest. And I now understand also why they say, when you stop thinking about it, he comes along. It ain't that when you stop thinking about it, literally, it's when you get caught up in purpose, you be so busy, so you can't think straight because you literally engulfed in the things of God. Absolutely. That's my spiel, you know, when it comes to the day and such and such, because it don't get no better as it pertains to age. I asked Nadia, I was like, how old are you, sis? <laughs> And she was like, how old are you? Tell them how old you are, Nadia. 25. <laughs> She's 25. I'm 34. And I was like, no. You know what? I'm so glad it's just not me. It's just not an age thing. So, hey, ladies, it's not just an age thing. They are fool. It don't matter the age level. Yeah, it's equal opportunity out here. But that, that is so true. And, and one thing too, Erin, like that I just thought of as you were speaking, um, I think that the importance of patience is so beautiful, you yeah. know, and, um, sometimes, you know, we might feel lonely because, you know, as single ladies, you know, I mean, we have the desire to be loved, to love someone else, you know, God, God blesses us with those desires. So one thing that I had actually learned recently from God that I would love to encourage to other women, you know, in their season of waiting is that if God placed that desire in your heart, trust and know that it's going to come to pass. Louder for the folks in the back. One more time for the one time. Y'all didn't hear her. Say that again. Look, look, if God put that desire to love in your heart, it's going to come to pass. You know, it's just a matter of you being patient. And, you know, there's a verse in the Bible, too. It talks about how God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. So sometimes, you know, when you are just kind of feeling like, oh, my goodness, like, God, like I want a man so bad. Like I want my my dream king. I want my my guy. You know, it's like God already knows what you want, but he definitely knows what you need as well. So sometimes, you know, we can be in seasons in our lives where it's like, oh, my gosh, like it's been two, three, four years and I still ain't got him yet. But it's like you never know what is in God's will for you. And the way that you can find that out is by trusting him. By praying, you know, asking God for, you know, to give you patience in your season of waiting, because I'm telling you now it is so all the while well worth it. You know, there is beauty in waiting because you yes. don't end up with somebody and end up settling. And then you look back and you're like, if only I would have waited, you don't know, be like Aaron, because it come with big consequences when you yes. your pity. Y'all don't understand that peace. You don't understand your peace until it get taken away. And, and, and let me just say, when you getting cheated on and you going crazy, that's a different kind of peace. Yes. Feeling. However you say it, you just can't focus when you know, and I don't care. Nobody say when they be acting like they don't care. Yes, you do. No, yes, you, you do. Care. And, and I wish we would get more, you know, or at least normalize that more because nobody likes to be cheated on. You hmm. part of infidelity. It's not a good feeling. It's a sick feeling, actually. Hmm. So over time, like a lot of women, when they get out of toxic relationships, and I'll even share my story. Um, I dated my first narcissist. And when I got out of the relationship, I literally was so discombobulated mentally, like emotionally, spiritually, like I wow. was all over the place. And literally, I had to re basically like transform my whole nervous system because I was dealing with anxiety, nausea, because when you get so used to doing toxic stuff, you checking the phones and, and y'all ladies, 
he's listening. Oh, honey, I was checking phones every day. Okay. I was getting passwords. Okay. Like that was literally the lifestyle that I was living. But when I got out of it, I was like, oh my goodness. Like I was actually doing that. And you'll, when you step out of toxicity, you really get to see things for what they are. It's like, it's all laid out on the forefront. And then you kind of grow to learn like, okay, that's not what love looks like. And that's not something that I need to be part of. So I think sometimes we have to be able to learn from those lessons and really just like take those as gems and walk with God. Because I'm telling you now, God will literally be able to transform you when you get out of those toxic relationships. Like don't give up too easily on yourself either. And even this morning, something that I would love to encourage ladies as well, look in the mirror and literally always say every single morning, do not lose you. Yes. Like literally every morning before you start your day, look in the mirror and say, do not ever lose yourself. Yes. And you know what? That's a good affirmation exercise. Oh, come on, sis. You better spit them, Jim. No lie. That's something that I do every morning when I say greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. And I mean that from every aspect. No job, no person, no man, no opportunity, no matter what I face when it comes to adversity. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world, meaning you cannot conquer my mind. You will not. I say that so much. I be like, if I'm scared, greater is he that's in me. God is not giving me the spirit of fear. Those affirmations work. So I love that you said that, sis. You really have to say that out loud to yourself because not only for you, it puts the devil on notice because the thing he don't do, like people think that the devil can read your mind. No, that's why he has monitoring spirits because he studies you. Right, right. You can willingly give him control of your mind, but just him having control, you were bought with a price. He's not yours to control and he's not yours to be able to reach directly into, but you can give him access like when you give these men access, when you give people, friends, things access that are not supposed to have access to your spirit. With that being said, you have to affirm that whenever you get into something, again, that's okay that you fall sometimes because I do too. You still have to say things to lift your spirit. Otherwise, like I said previously, you'll get lost in that because you start to become a person that you weren't. Like you said, checking phone. No lie, sis, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't check the phone because it always come to me. Only reason I'd be like, I'm I'm not about to make myself sick. Yeah, because I know when the vibe off. Yeah, you know what's crazy? My dad had taught me, um, Jim, I will never forget this. He said, when a man is out of his routine, he said, normally something going on. Yeah. And I always like kept that in the back of my mind. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, he lying. I mean, 99% of the time, that's true. So. <laughs> yes, yes. And you can tell, because I'm just being honest. We're smart. If we be honest about the situation. This is my worldly mind, y'all. Not my Christian mind. We slick at you. That be slick right. like we. So they gonna get caught because Sue Cupid to come to you as a woman. She cannot. I don't care how good he treating her. She's about to come to you. Barbara, this is sure. She's coming. You ain't got to go looking for it. Baby, we go three, four years. You ain't gonna see it unless we want it to be seen. And by that time, we trying to get caught. So you trying to get caught. Right. Absolutely. Agreed. <laughs> so when it comes to that routine, yeah. You can recognize because they ain't slick like we is. Right. Don't right. be slick, y'all. I'm not saying it's okay because we don't we don't promote. We are Christian values over here, yes. okay? Don't be faithful. <laughs> okay, no city girls over here, okay? <laughs> so when you find yourself coming out of who you are, and you know it, that leads me to another point. Sis, let me ask you real quick. Do you have core values? And if so, what are they? Yes, I definitely do have some core values. I would say number one being um, 
definitely I, w- I would go back to respect. Respect is such a huge, huge value for me. Um, mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I'm like, if you cannot respect me, um, then I mean, that goes to show me that you don't respect yourself. So it's like when it comes to dating, you know, that is no help at all. So definitely respect is huge. I'm a kind person. I'm all about like very kind and sweet spirits, you know, because a lot of girls, which I think this is actually so funny and just to be transparent, because I've heard it, you know, some women like for their men to be mean to them. And they like like that, like not me, friend. Not me. How funny is though, I'm like, this is why we're toxic because see, we be liking it when they, you know, they pulling up and they banging on the door and they (laughs) fussing like all of that. But I'm like, I've grown out of that. And I'm like, one of my new, like most found and respectful like values. I'm like, I want someone who can be kind, who can be gentle. Come on. I'm like, because there are, there's a way that you can be kind and gentle, but still be assertive. You know, you can still be a man. You can still Mm. got to take care of, but um, yeah, those are like two that definitely like come to my mind. Yeah. So for me, my core values is I have a bunch of them to be quite honest, but God, loyalty, faith. Listen, if you knock me off or try, because you can't knock me off, if you are, are trying to make me compromise any of those, it's a no-go for me. Right. Who I am in God is a non-negotiable. Like when it comes to, let me let me expound on that and say, like a lot of people try to make you feel lame for not want to be wasted. I will say with discretion to people that drink, and if God hasn't convicted you, that's between you and God. But that's something I don't do. I never done, even when I wouldn't say because I don't like the taste of alcohol. I feel alcohol is an acquired taste. Now, again, there's no conviction to those who do because the Lord said what he said and he going to get you together on drink. But with that being said, you know, you see stuff. And again, I don't be worried about nobody play who drink. I, I, I ain't gonna lie. That's something I do not care about because that ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm I'm walking for God myself. OK, so I don't be worried about what folks do. Let me say that. But anyway, I mean, when you try to make me feel lame for not want to do it, said nothing about you drinking. I ain't said nothing about you smoke. But yeah. as for me, yeah, uh-uh, this ain't going to end well because it's all like you lame. You don't want to do that. And then you even start to think like, dang, maybe if I do, and then the devil going to always take you further than you want to go. Because when you start to feeling a little depressed, a little anxiety, you start to smoke or drink to ease the mood changes. And anything that you put in the place of God to resolve those internal, emotional soul issues, it becomes an idol. And then you start to become attached to them before you know, now you drinking and you ain't even drink. Now you smoking and you don't even know why. You ain't never had that problem before. Because literally the spirit is was just working this way in and made you question yourself and one thing led to another now boom you gotta have it now again that's not all the time the case but I'm just saying like relationships and that unequally yoke yeah mm mm cause you're not about to make me feel bad for something I don't do I'ma just end it all together baby if you knock me out of my core values Baby, I ain't the one for you. And, and just like liquor, I'm an acquired taste, baby. Yeah. Right. 100% proof. Yes, listen. So, yeah. You know, that loyalty, well, I, I agree with both of your core values. Those are, those are actually mine as well. But that loyalty piece is so crucial. Come on, sis. I feel like in today's world, we have normalized infidelity. It's almost like when someone yes. cheats, it's like, oh, I got to take them back. I can forgive them. You know, we're good. It's okay. And then you take them back. They do it again. You leave and then you doing it again. You know what they I mean? They call it struggle love. God didn't say nothing about no struggle love. But go ahead, sis. Come on. Oh, and when I tell you, ladies listening right now, it is not okay to put up with infidelity. It's, it's not. 
And when you think about it, too, back in like our old days, our great great grandmamas, you know, they they had to stay. But back in those days, times was a little different. I ain't saying anything justifies them staying. But, you know, they had all their money come from their husbands. So hmm. I ain't got no choice but to stay because he provided for me. But now that we are living in like a different world, I don't care how much money the man is bringing in. I don't care what it is that he is or is not doing for you. There is never any type of justification for cheating ever. And when you get cheated on, even like in the Bible, like the Bible says, like adultery, it's a no, no, Like that is a sin. You're not supposed to be cheating on your spouse. So I think that we need to get back to, you know, being able to normalize like the importance of, you know, being in a faithful committed and loyal relationship. And what's crazy is I feel like when women get into healthy relationships, you know, they'll kind of act like, oh, I don't know, like this boring or this ain't. Girl, talk to him. Talk to him. Well, you feel like it's boring because you're used to a toxic relationship where you're so used to getting cheated on all the time. That becomes part of your nervous system. And it's like, that's not reality though. So you literally have to like re-regulate your entire nervous system again to be able to say, okay, this is what love is. And that is exactly why I always go back to that scripture where it talks about love is patient. It's kind, you know, it's not boastful. It's not jealous, you know? No, like I think if we get back to really studying those scriptures and understanding who God is, we will be able to value our own core values. Come on, sis. Like, okay, like, hold up. This is a core value for me. And if you're not lining up with that, I'm sorry. Best of, you know, all prayers to you, but you're not for me, you know? And now if I can piggyback off what you said, it's okay for a person to not be for you. That don't make them a bad person. Because in my dating experience, I will say I've met a lot of good men, but they weren't good enough for me. And I don't mean good enough. Oh, you ain't good enough. I mean, it's just like in comparison, if you had on a high heel shoe and you had on a Jordan, right? one was a right foot, one was a left foot. Technically, you walking with, you know, shoes that you can walk in, but yeah. they two different shoes, they nice shoes. But they don't match. Yeah. They don't match. Right. So I used to be like, God, is it me? Like, they was nice, but... Something just don't feel right. Uh. And it's okay. Yes. That, that's totally okay. And I think we that's where that discernment comes into play, though, again, you know? Because yes. man is necessarily a bad person, you know? He could be like the nicest thing, the sweetest thing, perfect cousin material, all of that. But yes. God has created somebody who fits for you. That's you the know? one. Yes. And I, oh, I can't stress it enough because I ain't gonna lie. I've it, this, this season, matter of fact, let me be real specific. This year, I've met a couple of guys. I was like, dang, God, everything, you know, I think I want, they contribute, but it's just something to just. Some don't feel right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I gotta let it go. All right, God, if I miss <laughs> this one, if I miss the guy, you know, I keep on, but I'm gonna get this right. You ain't the art of confusion. It's the reason I'm feeling like this, God. And if I'm wrong, God, that means I ain't ready for them if that's the case. And, and, and help me to get ready because it ain't all the time. Them Folks don't like to say it, but sometimes you the problem. Yeah. Just like you said, when you be going into toxic relationships and you get with somebody that's good and you want to be toxic because, oh, let me say one in, in general, soul ties and you comparing how somebody else is in bed. 
to the man of God that's supposed to be with you. That's why God said it ain't good that you lay down with somebody else. Now you ain't fully, you know, you can't fully receive the man that God has for you because you got that soul tie. Listen, you have to do that self-work so yeah. you can get rid of all those negative, toxic traits. Because like I said, when you get married or when you meet the person, they don't stop just because all of a sudden you meet them. No, if you didn't get over Jim Bob before you got in a relationship, Oh, the devil's finna bring Jim Bob back to see if you's gonna stand on your word. Oh, he bringing him back. And when Jim Bob come, either you gonna cheat or you gonna be borderline cheating. And ain't no really borderline cheat. If you entertain that conversation and you in a whole marriage, you stepped outside of what God had for you. Repent. Yeah, yeah. You do. And again, not saying it's okay to mess up. And if that was you and you mess up, all you can do is repent, renounce those soul ties and move forward and do the self-work to heal. It's so important to do that self-work. It's so important to heal. So sis, that goes back to what we were saying. Mean that you're going to keep repeating the same thing until you pass that test. And I can say it because I live it. I'd be like, ooh, well, maybe I'm the problem. Because sometimes I am the problem. And I'm praying God heal me while dating. And I'm glad I'm going through the dating phase to know what's acceptable and what I will not accept. Because for a long time, I didn't have a chance to know fully what I like. And let me tell you what I mean. I'm alone, but I be in my own mind and I'm a loner, but I'm not a loner, if that makes sense, because people are always surrounding me. But in my mind, I'm I'm all I got. And so I've learned about myself. It was something that I was dealing with because like I've only ever had me and it's from the rejection. And so when I really got friends who really care about me, it was like awkward. And I had to learn how to treat them and heal. I distanced myself when something going on with me. Same thing in relationships. Your partner thinks something wrong or something is going on and you treat them negatively or badly because you have internal work or you take that out on them. So those toxic traits, you got to heal from them before you meet somebody. And sometimes you the problem. So yeah, we'll wrap that up at that. Like heal, please, please. (laughs) Completely. (laughs) That's coming from somebody who's doing the work daily. And like I said, I thank God for working on me um see it's like we we cover so much and there are still so many topics to cover and I definitely am going to have Nadia back because sis is so full of gems she's so smart and intelligent y'all shout out your social media handles sis for them so y'all can get to know Nadia like I did because she's a dope soul and definitely connect with her as a sis in Christ yes so on social media you can follow me on Instagram TikTok and YouTube at Daya J that's D-Y I-A-H-J-A-Y and then I also have my own marketing company which is Dia Marketing um, and that is on Instagram. So Hold can- on, let me stop you right there because y'all know I gotta support. What do you do for the people in the back that need your service? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so I am a digital marketing professional so I handle all social media marketing management. I have my own social media marketing management company and it is called Dia Marketing. So I do a lot of content marketing, content strategy, um, a lot of marketing, planning, posting, all of that. That's what I do for Dia Get at my sis. If you guys need those uh, expert resources, Dia got you. Yes. And if you climbing and you a content creator, you definitely need her. Yeah. Get with my girl. But yeah. yeah. With yes. the social media handles. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So um, in a nutshell, yeah, everybody just find me at Dia J. I would love to connect and, you know, um, reach out. I love meeting new people and helping out where I can. So. Yes, definitely. Like I said, definitely a dope sister in God. I'm so thankful to be able to connect with her. Like, dang, I feel like I've been knowing her for my whole life because it just started off. Right? <laughs> 
saying. I'm like, oh my God, it's just like so natural. <laughs> Look, I call my cousin. <laughs> but yeah, so y'all connect with her. It's been so great talking to y'all. I look forward to future episodes with Nadia so we can cover more on dating. If you guys have any questions, again, I can bring her back on so we can discuss more. So y'all get at me, airfinis.com forward slash contact. Contact me if you guys want to get together and, or give me resource tips or you want to know certain things, certain topics, reach out, feel free. And thank y'all so, so much. We love you and God. And until next week. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to hit the follow button for the Confessions of a Practicing Christian podcast to get your weekly dose of godly counsel on all things success, life, and wellness. Also follow me on Instagram at C-O-A-P-C underscore pod and also on Facebook at Confessions of a Practicing Christian. Chime in and let me know your thoughts on this week's episode.